This is the Weather Lounge here at Weatherworks. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Weather Lounge, your favorite go-to podcast about weather. I'm your host, meteorologist Brad Miller, and I would like to thank you for joining us from our Weatherworks headquarters here in Hackettstown, New Jersey. And joining me, as always, is my co-host and fellow meteorologist here at Weatherworks, Mike Mahalik. Hey there, Mike. Hey, Brad. What's going on? We're almost to the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I got to tell our audience out there, uh, Brad wanted me to sing yes. It's the Holiday Season. You know, the nice little... But... It's the holiday season. Well, see, you did it, so there you go. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear me sing. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to do that. But either way, um, I could get my guitar and maybe play it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's on like every station now. So, I mean, rightfully so, though. I mean, we only got a couple days for Christmas. I mean, Hanukkah was a couple weeks ago. I mean, New Year's. New Year's is like a week and a half away. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. Um, almost to 2024. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but you know how these years have been going recently. So, um, but anyway, Brad, um, for today's podcast, we are bringing our good friend back in here, uh, Mike Priante, our producer. Mike, Hi. what's going on? Hey what's you there. Ho ho ho! Oh yeah, I'm in the jolly spirit. I I should have gotten like a little Santa hat here, and uh, you know. I should have gotten more decoration, pretty much, but I'm uh, but I'm here and I'm uh, ready to talk about some Christmas uh, movies and uh, yeah, I mean, and that that's why again, that's why we invited you back today, Mike. Not that you're never invited; you're always invited to the podcast, and we enjoy, of course, having you on. And and uh, you know, we're gonna take a break from the weather. You know, it's holiday season, and we're gonna have a little fun again today. And the reason again we have Mike Priante with us is because we're gonna reignite a rather heated discussion from a couple of years ago. We did a podcast about holiday movies back in 2021, uh just before Christmas. And it all revolves around is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. That's the debate. And and you know what? Me and Mike Mahalik against Mike Prianti. But you know what? We'll discuss that and we'll talk about some additional favorite holiday movies. We'll have a little fun today. We're drinking a little eggnog here and uh, things that weren't covered in the previous podcast. So uh, sit back, relax, and uh, we'll be right back after this short break. Hey, everyone. It's Mike Prianti from the Weather Lounge here. And let me tell you, dehydration is no joke. I went through it myself once and it's not fun. You get headaches, muscle spasms, cramps, the whole nine yards. But proper functional hydration is essential for just about everyone. Sometimes, though, water may not be enough, and that's where Liquid IV comes in. They're the number one powdered hydration brand in America, and their hydration multiplier is something you're most likely missing in your daily routine. You don't even have to be a sports professional to enjoy it either. With just one stick, you can hydrate twice as fast than using water alone. It has three times the amount of electrolytes than leading sports drinks, it's made from non-GMO ingredients, and it's chock full of essential vitamins. I personally enjoy the passion fruit flavor, but there are other great refreshing flavors you can choose from as well. So whether you're out landscaping, plowing a parking lot in a snowstorm, heading out for that afternoon jog, or even just feeling run down, Liquid IV is your go-to source for all hydration and wellness. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WEATHERLOUNGE, capital W, capital L, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WEATHERLOUNGE at liquidiv.com. And welcome back, everyone. We are here, of course, today. I'm joined with uh, my co-hosts, Brad and Mike. And, of course, today's topic is none other than Die Hard. And we're going to be talking about all the things <laughs> that make Die Hard a Christmas movie. Uh, what? It's not. Come on. <laughs> you know, there's there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, it's like you guys haven't even seen Die Hard. It, maybe you haven't. Maybe this is why you just okay, haven't really I've seen it. Probably watched that movie fifteen times at least. Oh, and you didn't see the and you didn't see the Christmas decorations. You didn't yeah, just because it's it was... it's it's it were you know it's it's shot around the Christmas season doesn't mean it's right. a Christmas movie. Well, that's the thing though, and I think that's something that we have to kind of I guess figure out here. What is the definition of a christmas movie mm. now now mike i will give you i will give you credit to like if you go and just google top christmas movies 
I'll give you credit. Die Hard somehow always shows up in the top ten. I don't know how it does. Okay, but I mean, let's be realistic though. I mean, think about the content of Die Hard. Is that really Christmassy? Yeah, because they were being first of all, they were being <laughs> held against their will. And what was the what was the event? What was happening? Oh, it was a party. And what was the party themed around? <sighs> Christmas. Uh, it was it was related yeah. to the season of Christmas. Now, of course, if you want to take this argument even further here, look at movies where Christmas is the theme. And people call it a Christmas movie. I mean, we talked about it in the last ep- uh, last episode, like a few years ago. Trading Places. Is that really a Christmas movie? I mean, it. That's that's a borderline one too. Right. Yeah, it is. That's that's. But right. people people can consider it a Christmas movie because it has some themes. But I would argue there's even more in Die Hard than Trading Places. Yeah, but if you look at stuff like okay, so we're talking about like terrorists taking over a building and holding ransom and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, during Christmas time. Sure. However, if you look at some other Christmas movies, like I don't know, like. Uh, Christmas Vacation, um, you know, The Grinch, A Christmas Carol. Um, yeah, we covered all those in the last podcast. You know, Elf. Like, these these movies are all about Christmas or a character involved with Christmas. It's not about terrorists taking <laughs> over a building, <laughs> dropping a guy off the roof of whatever tower that is. I forget its name. Nakatomi. Nakatomi, yep. yeah. Now, Okay, I will I will say this, and this might appease you guys, all right? It may not be a top-tier, like, number one on the list Christmas movie of all time. It might be more of, like, a secondary Christmas type of movie. Like, I will, I will group it in with, like, Trading Places and other movies that have themed Christmas. Like, I, you can't compare Elf, like we talked about in the last episode, with... Die Hard. I, I totally get that. Obviously, the whole movie is about an elf. Literally, Christmas, Santa. You can't argue that. So I, I will say that. But you cannot say that there isn't a Christmas theme. Right. So I, I agree with that. I think what we need to do is we need to group stuff into true Christmas movie and <laughs> uh, like a side Christmas movie or something like that. I don't know what to call with it. With an asterisk. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Christmas as a background theme movie. I, I don't know what to say there. Or, you know, we just have two groups. We have the, the, the true Christmas movie, or we have three groups. The true Christmas movies is one group. The second group are those borderline ones like we talked about, like Trading Places. And then the second group is just Die Hard. I think Die Hard should just get its own little group because it's like, it's not either or. I just can't put them in one group or the other. I feel like they have both things. They, they are a Christmas. It's a Christmas movie, but then it's also like not a Christmas movie. Right. I don't know. So we should just group all the movies that we talk about. So is this true Christmas movie or a side Christmas movie? Right. But you know what? Let's uh, let's just put an end to this. Well, like some of the other ones we talked about in the last podcast, too. We won't really discuss on this one. But like A Christmas Story, that's all Christmas, of course. Christmas Carol. Uh, even The Grinch, Who Stole Christmas. You know, the one with Cindy Lou Who. You know, that's all centered around the Christmas theme and the Christmas holiday. So sure. Right. But guys, let's, let's just finally end this. Okay. Die hard. Isn't, isn't a Christmas movie done. We got it. All right. we're, we're, we're finally past it. All let's right. go into some newer movies that we did not discuss. Yeah. Or older movies. Some of them are older that we just didn't discuss. I mean, there's some, yeah, there's some ones new, that we missed new to the podcast. I should say. Well, yeah, not, I mean, you know, a wonderful, it's a wonderful life is uh, not a new movie. I mean, no, it's been no. around for years. That's a great one. It's a great movie. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's some movies here like that we haven't talked about. I'm looking at the list. Harold and Kumar Christmas. Uh, I mean, some of these just classics that are old, but they're not like. Now that's again, that could be another asterisk one, although it is kind of very Christmassy for most of the Well, movie. here's the thing. It has the word Christmas in the, yeah, in the title, yeah. so you have to group it. Like once now if it was like Die Hard a Christmas Tale, I mean, that's hard to argue there, but they didn't put that in there. So <laughs> I don't we need to stray away a little bit from Harold and Kumar. That's the, some of those movies that are not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would agree on that. Uh, and I and, and I think Mike is still trying to push his Die Hard agenda. I know. Uh, even though he just said let's put it to bed. Um but hey um 
but yeah, I mean, it's a wonderful life is, is a classic for sure. Um, I haven't really watched that fully all the way through. So, um, but I think Mike, uh, you said you've watched it recently, haven't you? Recent? No, I haven't watched it recently. But no. from what I could remember, you know, it's it's almost like it's almost similar to, um, uh, you know, when when uh, Scrooge is shown like his past life, his current life, uh, his life. Yeah, because in the movie, it's a wonderful life almost like an angel scrooge is kind of based on a wonderful life yeah yeah well it's probably the other way around other way around right true right 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 because a christmas carol was written by charles dickens and probably yeah, yeah what the 1800s 1800s and it's a wonderful life you know came out in the uh i think the 40s or the 30s um, um, but yeah, I mean, it basically it was this angel came down from heaven cause this, uh, the businessman, I forgot what his name was, but it's, um, it was James Stewart was the actor, but his character, um, you know, he was like down on his luck. There was problems and everything. And he's kind of like, I, I don't, I forgot if he was trying to like do something like he was almost to the point where he was like, I'm done with life. And you can kind of fill in the blanks there. I forgot if that's what happened in the movie and then angel came down and he's like, Hey, before you do anything that might affect things, let's just show the world. Yeah, let's look at your life. If Let's look at your life and see what would happen if you didn't exist and ended right. up where, you know, um, he showed his entire life and then he's like, Oh my God, this is horrible. And then he came back and it mm. ended up being, fine if he stayed around he just had to look at the brighter side of life yeah mm. it's a serious slash sad but then it turns happy movie at the end one interesting thing that i do know from this movie and it has nothing to do with the whole plot but it's about when they filmed it i believe they filmed it during a heat wave really it was actually filmed yeah. in, in july i think so whenever you have the scenes of like you know he's on the bridge and you know there's right. like um like snow falling down if you notice you know, they're standing there and it almost looks like he's like sweating. And because first of all, they have winter clothes on and it's like in the nineties. So it's, and this is back in the 40s, 1940s. So maybe there wasn't as much air conditioning around. It wasn't like, like it is now. Yeah. It was a uh, 1946 is when they made the movie. I just looked that up because I wanted to compare that with the actual, a Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens story. And that was like, 1843 wow is when that first came out. so it's like almost was made uh, after 100 years after the first um kind of iteration and yeah i mean i know it's not a christmas carol but it kind of takes the same theme of it but mike uh you were talking about it being warm uh during the filming of that which is kind of cool um because recently i just found out that i think i saw it on like a tiktok or something like that that uh, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase and all that, um, that was filmed in Los Angeles, and it was warm the entire time. Um, so all the snow in that movie is fake. Um, all the actors were actually not cold at all um, <laughs> yeah. when they're outside his house looking at the lights and stuff like that. I, you know, it's it's it was quite interesting, and I, I saw a thing about it. It was. Uh, uh, a video with Beverly D'Angelo, uh, who's uh, Chevy Chase's wife in the movie, and she was talking about it. And um, it's, just, it's just funny when you get those little backstories about, like, this is not a cold movie at all. Um, but that's one of my favorites. Well, uh, think about uh, it, too, when they, when they used to have to film these. Any any Christmas movie that airs around Christmas time or, like, in early December, you would think that had to be recorded back in the – summer or fall well yeah that's true right i mean unless you unless you record it like the previous Christmas. previous winter and then wait for the following winter to release it but but it's also not like i guess profitable to wait that long because right, go right. through a lot of the the you know the publicity the marketing right. that stuff takes a while and you want to get that ball rolling now so it makes sense why a lot of these uh places that shoot christmas movies uh do it in the summer but sometimes they'll find like unless it's like set in like antarctica you know or like a very cold climate like in canada maybe you can get around maybe but it's tough what if you're filming in july anywhere you go really the hallmark christmas movies are got to be all shot in the summer oh well also a lot of these are also set on on just like on like filming uh, on you know uh 
sites in, in Los Angeles. They're not, they're not right. They're all in Hollywood. Right, right, right. Yeah. They're, they're not going to like Wyoming, but again, even Wyoming July, you have to go to like the peak of a mountain to see any snow. All right. I guess I'll, uh, I'll move along here with, uh, it's more of a holiday movie. Uh, I think everyone has seen it. It, it kind of ties in not only Christmas, but really the winter scene and, you know, you can't go wrong with Frosty the Snowman. I mean, it was just on the other day. It's it's something you watch every year. I watch it with my kids. My I watched it with my mom and dad when I was little. And it's just one of those movies that have been around for got to be 60, 70 years by now. I mean, I, I, I've definitely seen that a million times. Um, there's also like the Frosty Returns movie. Too. Yeah, Frosty gets married. There's another one. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> you know, they they got progressively worse. I would yeah, say. Yeah, I know. Frosty but... gets married. Yeah, there is one, but yeah, oh the original Frosty. I did not see ex- that. Yeah, <laughs> they make him a wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I forget her name though. Cl- uh, Clarice. No, uh, no, that was Rudolph's girlfriend, Clarice. Oh I yeah. <laughs> she has a name though. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I want to say Betty, but I don't know if that's correct. Mike, um, Google it. Mike's good at googling that stuff. Uh, Frosty's Winter Wonderland is that what it's called? No, I'm not sure. Um, but it's interesting. You t- while while Mike tries to yeah, find that, the movie. that was it. That was it. Oh, it's was? Frosty's Winter Wonderland. Yeah, uh, I guess. Um, I, I guess this might be maybe after they maybe it's like the second movie. There's another one, I guess, after the one where they make the wife because like he has children now. <laughs> the children are joyed when he comes back. Crystal, have... her name is Crystal. Yeah, yeah oh. but it, you're right. Crystal is introduced in Frosty's Winter Wonderland. Crystal. Oh, 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 oh! When they mean they when they mean sorry, he, Frosty doesn't have kids. It's the the kids that made Frosty. Oh, I right? got you. the ones because they were all sad when he left and he came back. Karen, Karen was the one that really got upset in the. First oh movie. yeah, the 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 little girl Karen, yeah. And then Santa comes and says, "That's Christmas. Frosty was made with Christmas snow." No. Nah. And then the, uh, the the evil magician, remember, he gets all upset. <laughs> Christmas yeah. snow, right? Well, yeah. it's funny. It's funny they mentioned Christmas snow because I mean, white Christmases are not as common as you think for a lot of places. Yeah, even even though they it seems to be in almost every Christmas movie. Oh, it's snowing. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know what? If you're living anywhere along the I ninety five corridor in the Northeast. You know, uh, man, it doesn't happen all that much. I mean, maybe there's like a uh, 10 to 20 percent chance climatologically every year um, in that area. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's I could probably count on one hand anytime there's been snow, even on the ground uh, in my neck of the woods on, on Christmas. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not, it's not as often as you think. Um, I remember there was one. Oh, Christmas Eve. It was a long time ago, though. Um, where there was actually some light snow that started on Christmas Eve, which was really, really, it, it was the quintessential um, <laughs> Christmas Eve setting. Uh, we went to uh, to church uh, in on Christmas Eve, my family and I, and we came out after and it was starting to snow. And I was like, wow, that is about as perfect as it gets, um, you know, if you're wanting a Christmas scene. Um, but back to the Frosty the Snowman thing, um, man, my brother, when he was younger, had a VHS tape of, <laughs> this is going back, of course, you know, got talking about VHS tape, um, Frosty the Snowman, Santa Claus is coming to town, um, and I think there was like a Sesame Street Christmas that we recorded on there, and oh my, he watched it. I don't even know how many times it was like, even in the summer, he's watching this thing and those movies, man, I know like the back of my hand and it's almost like I could, I could probably sing the whole score to it. If you want something to, <laughs> for me to sing, it, it was just uh man. Santa Claus is coming to town is the one that, Oh man, he over and over with the winter warlock, uh, you know, and, and the, Chris Kringle and the whole stop motion animation thingy that they were doing in there uh, with the claymation or whatever that is. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, that one, whew, I've had my fill of Santa Claus is coming to town. If I didn't see that one, um, that's okay. 
All right, you're up, Mike. Next, let's uh, let's let's discuss one of yours. Okay, let's take a look. Uh, so um, one of the movies. This is going to be an animated movie that I guess Brad and Mike have never watched, but uh, it's called uh, well, you know the song, Brad. Grandma got one over by a reindeer. Yeah, we're of course. Who hasn't heard? You know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Right, right. Well, they made an animated movie about yeah, it. Yeah, I, 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 for some <laughs> reason, I kind of remember seeing it on. I might have briefly watched a part of it, but yeah, I never watched it straight from beginning to end. You know, I'm a, I'm at a loss for this one, Mike. Uh, well, I remember the song. Who actually wrote the song, though? Oh, that's a great. I'm gonna look. That's a here. great question. I, um, yeah, you know what, Brad, you do, you do the research, and I will explain the movie. Um, so this guy, so this guy's grandmother runs a store in this town. The town is, first of all, this movie, they, they were not very creative. They called it Cityville. Um, also the, uh, this sounds like a winner already. <laughs> no, it's a classic. It was released in 2000 and, uh, it was on like, um, one of the local stations, but, um, it, uh, basically what happened was, is that, uh, you know, the, uh, the kid was like, oh, I believe in Santa Claus. And everyone's like, no, no, that's not true. And then what happens is that uh, the grandmother gets hit by Santa's sleigh. Um, and all of a sudden now Santa's sued and he's brought Typical. to court. <laughs> and well, you know, just, just let's sue Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but uh, and I don't know. There, it's all kind of blurry. But there was like points where like they, it was all kind of like a plot to like try to take Santa's business or something. Because <laughs> honestly, I don't know. Because like Sounds awful. It's <laughs> you know what? If you watch it as a kid, you probably love it. But if you watch it as an adult, you're just like, what the? Like yeah, he's getting sued. Like they they go into it of like you know, like power of attorney stuff and like. Like you get the the plaintiff and like you go in the court scene and they're saying you know like this is negligence like did they did they have uh, uh, CCM Tommy else uh, doing the weather <laughs> history and for for the forensic weather um, uh, to see if there was actually snow or ice on the ground that the uh... apparently there was a there's a scene in the movie where like they they're playing the music and then all of a sudden like the kids like doing something and all of a sudden you hear like a thud. And then you look back and grandma's just like face planted in the snow with like her like boxes. And it's like, oh, my God. You know, what? I, I, I don't know. I, if anybody out there listening to this podcast right now knows this movie, I, I would I would like to hear from them because I, I feel. <laughs> All right. I looked it up, though. All right. I looked it up. The, the, the actual song itself was written by Elmo and Patsy. Which we've all heard on the radio before. Right. It has like that southern twang yes. sound to it, which I actually don't mind. Yeah, the yeah. Song. It's okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, I'm actually not a particular fan of that song. Call me like Scrooge on that, but um, I, I like my Christmas music to yeah, be yeah, I do too. But it, it's to a be fun old song. fashioned, honestly. Um, so, you know, yeah, the Mariah Carey, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. This could be a whole new podcast with the Christmas songs, but, um, you know, I like the old stuff, you know, give me the, give me the Bing Crosby, um, singing white Christmas. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Johnny Mathis. I remember my mom used to play Johnny Mathis Christmas records like over and over. Yeah. But I, that's that's what it, Christmas music is to me. Like even when they remake these, I'm kind of like, ah, you know, just give me the old stuff from like the 40s and 50s. You know, I, give me give me the Burl Lives, Holly Jolly Christmas. Um, you know, give give me all that kind of stuff. Um, because that that that's true Christmas music to me. Um, and speaking of like. Bing Crosby and those people. Um, we'll pivot to a more famous movie, even though it's you know well back in you know in the day. Here it's uh, White Christmas. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, I just recently saw this um, in entirety. Oh wow! Um, I never really watched the full movie, um, but you know it's kind of like a movie musical or something like that. I, I would say. You know, you have Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, like all these uh, famous actors from back in the 40s and 50s um, in the movie. And um, it's a I thought it was pretty good, honestly. And, you know, talking about you know, two war buddies who, 
you know, uh, help out their general uh, in this ski lodge in Vermont. Um, and uh, I thought it was good. You know, I, I really did. Um, I like it because the play- weather actually plays a pretty good part of that whole movie. Too. Uh, it does. Yeah. Because- Actual meteorology and stuff like that. Right. Because they get to Vermont and they're expecting all this snow at right. this ski lodge and <laughs> it ends up being warm and there hasn't yeah. been snow for weeks. And, and the ski lodge is doing poorly because there's no snow for people to go. Um, and enjoy. They weren't making so. snow back then in the forties and stuff right. like that. So it, it was, um, it was interesting. And then of course, you know, on the, in the final scene of the movie, after they do this whole big production for this former general who they are friends with, uh, from the army, then of course it snows to, to wrap yeah, they up opened the, the they opened up the curtain and it's, it's mm-hmm. finally snowing. Yep. Yep. Great. Yep. So now I, I have to consult with my sister on this one because apparently there's a movie called Holiday Inn from the 40s, um, which also has Bing Crosby in it and stuff like that. And I am I've been told that that's a better movie than White Christmas, better Christmas movie. So I, I really. I don't know. Um, but I think what I'm going to do, I'm probably going to watch Holiday Inn, and then I'm going to tell her that White Christmas was a better movie just to get her all. Um, you know. <laughs> oh, the sibling rivalries. Yeah, you know, why not? You know, oh, yeah. you got to have yeah, some fun, got, right? got a brother and sister and same thing. I yeah. kinda... even, even if I think the movie's better, I'm still going to kind of turn the right. screws a little bit, you know, <laughs> just for a good time. All right, let's move on to a comedy here. Now, this is, again, not safe for work, but, I mean, if you're an adult... Why are you bringing up questionable, not safe for work movies? Because it's it's it, it's got to get talked about, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a bad movie. <laughs> it's bad Santa, I mean... Bad it's, Santa. It's, you don't like to say that you watched it, because it is, it's pretty bad, but, I mean... If you watched it, you watched it. It's it's got Billy Bob Thornton in it. I mean, he's a good actor. You know, it is I a gotta, dirty movie. It's it's funny though. I mean, you gotta you gotta have some. You know, you can't. It's there's some bad adult parts to that movie, but I mean, it's it's actually a it's 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 a it's a fun movie to watch. You know, awkward silence ensues once a year. I know, but he plays Santa, and then he ends up living with this little boy that uh, you know is always getting. Uh, he's he's kind of uh, bullied around school, um, and then you know Billy Bob Thornton, who's playing Santa, and he kind of just you know takes over and. I think i've seen this movie it ends yeah. up nice it's a nice finish he, um, it's a nice ending yeah he um isn't there something to do with like i think um he's like a mall santa right and like he, and he has yeah a he's a mall problem, santa right yeah well yeah so that i think and like he has to kind of like he's trying to like do good and he's helping the kid out and i, I and the kid wants a pink elephant at the end of the movie and that's all he wants and finally i guess uh Billy Bob Thornton gets the pink elephant as he's getting shot. Oh my God. He actually delivers oh the gosh. pink elephant on the front porch of this kid's house, but he never dies. It's ended up, it's, it's a oh nice ending. Well, I hope so. Well, Die Hard has, has a lot of shooting in it and stuff like that. No. <laughs> I mean, no. no, not at all. Yeah, but I mean, it's uh, okay, fine. Yeah, Die Hard's not, not, not a movie you want to watch. Uh, your kids shouldn't watch either. No, it's probably bad. It's probably more the asterisk. Well, so many diehard we movies, anyway. About. But yeah, I mean, you know, the first one, obviously. Yeah. Um, All right, we'll move on from that. I like the one with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, the diehard oh, die okay. movie yeah. with yeah. with Samuel L. Jackson. I, I like that one. Uh, I always like Samuel L. Jackson. Either. I forgot he was in the. I know those, yeah. he's just such a great actor, and you know, kind of, you know, uh, again, what Brad said, not safe for work with some of his dialogue, uh, typically. Um, he has a favorite word that I'm sure people know out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like trademarked. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's probably trademarked. I, I would not be shocked if he's like, it has to be. Like, like that is my word. Well, yeah, well, maybe not his word, but like that's his, like, he has to say in a movie or else like they pay him more. Maybe, who knows? I don't know. This is just speculation. Maybe they do that because I'm sure he's in a lot of movies where he can't curse. And it's like, yeah, maybe that's true. He has to like, cause like he didn't, I don't think he cursed in uh, star Wars when he was, uh, remember he, he was, um, on the council. Yeah. Yeah. Curse, uh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but 
Yeah, what was his name? I forget his name in the movie, but I know what you mean. Uh, but yeah, he was a good yeah. guy there. And then he also had the, um, this is not Christmas, and we're getting off track, but he also had a purple lightsaber because he told uh, um, uh, he told him that he wants a purple lightsaber because they were always blue or green, right? Or, or I guess they were red or red or blue. Uh, and then they started to like go to green and then green and red. And then he's like, I want purple. And they're like, what? Like, yeah, I want purple. And so George Lucas is like, Sure, you get purple, and they made purple for him. Purple seems like a good guy color, right? And they also, yeah. I think, um, uh, I think they, I think they wrote something on the lightsaber that he was using. Like they actually put like a, something that should not be said over the air. Yeah. They wrote something on there, so I guess that's kind of like his lightsaber. So, so he was happy about that. Anyway, um, I guess uh, another movie which you both will probably have no idea what this movie is, um, but I, oh, I yeah. It's something because I remember from like I had, I'd look it up because I'm like there's a movie where these two like girls like during Christmas they live in Los Angeles it's a it's a Disney movie and they not not animated it's live action and they they they, they wanted the snow for Christmas this is going back to the Christmas uh, white Christmas thing they get this device from this person I don't know how um, and they turn it on it's a snow making machine it's a weather weather modification machine. It's called the Ultimate Christmas Present. It stars Brenda Song um, from from. Is this even on the list, Mike? I don't know where you're getting it. I added it in, so hey, you know this, this is, isn't this, is a... this hasn't been approved by uh, management here. Sorry, this wasn't on the approved list. Approved list. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we have an official approved list of Christmas movies here. Oh yeah, and who approves the list? Uh, well, me, of course. Yeah. Um, oh, I see. So you're the head honcho uh, here, huh? I am the one who signs off on well, this, right? Brad, how do you no. feel about Mike being the head honcho? Uh, we're we're going to have like a, a podcast strike here soon, guys, if we don't we don't figure uh-oh. out who's the head honcho. Um, anyway, but I but I but I want to talk about this because this has some weather implications, because um, in the movie they turn on. It's like it's great. It's, you know, they wanted to make it snow. They can't turn off the machine. It just keeps developing snow. Oh, I see. And so, like in like a like a two mile radius around the house, it just keeps expanding. It's just snowing. And the local weatherman, they notice on I guess like again the meteorology in this movie is not good, but whatever. They they notice on on, on their special radar that there's like that that it's snowing, and and he's like, what's going on? Because he was forecasting it to be sunny in like sixty eight or seventy two degrees. And the boss is like gonna fire him, so he's like, if he doesn't want to get fired. It's just to track down the anomaly, and so he's running for it. Mm. This device is actually something that Santa owns, apparently. So Santa sends his elves oh, to go course. get it back. Yeah. Ah. So like, it's a race against the clock of like Santa's elves, um, trying to get the device. That's intriguing. I might have to look yeah, this no, up. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I remember like kind of like memory watching as a kid. Um, Surprise! I never saw that one. Well, it, came, it came out in 2000, so I mean, it, it, again, it was on the Disney Channel. So unless you like are like young, like like a kid watching, you would probably never know. Um, but uh, but it's cool um, and also interesting too. Brenda Song is married to um, uh, well now 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 he's grown up, but uh, Kevin McAllister. Oh really? Yes, they're yeah they're they're married. And they have kids, so it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, just. Not related, but we talked about Home Alone, so I figured, well, you know, that's an interesting uh, kind of connection there. But it's cool. I think the movie's good. And there's another Disney movie, actually, uh, that I think Mike has watched, and I'm sure that's his favorite movie, right? The Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas. Ah, uh, You know, this is, this is I know it's a Christmas Tim movie. Burton. but I... How do you not like what Tim Burton produces? <clears throat> Come on, Mike. I mean, he produced great movies, Tim Burton. I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit, a little bit too creepy. But that's that, for, that's kind of his for, brand, right? I mean, Tim Burton. Yeah, I know it's. His, listen, I mean, I, I I've watched Tim Burton stuff. I think he's the director of the uh, the Wednesday uh, series on Netflix, right? Uh, and I watched that with my daughter, and I thought that was good. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's the way the 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 claymation characters are um but i don't know man it's a little weird to me um you know call me a wimp but you know i uh, mean i don't know it 
it, it almost adds because how many Christmas movies are out there that are that are spooky and scary? Yeah, that's one that I really I don't think I've ever watched from start to finish. You know what? Uh, honestly, I mean, sometimes that goes with Christmas. Like you think about um, a Christmas Carol is all about you know spirits visiting Scrooge. So, and and the movie Scrooged with uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who's the actor in Scrooged? Brad, you got it. Oh, uh, Bill Murray. Um, Bill Murray, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that was a whole a Christmas Carol thing, too. So, you know, there is some ghostly type things with Christmas movies at times. But um, I don't know. Nightmare Before Christmas just seems more of a Halloween movie to me. Hold on a second. Um, Let's, uh, this is probably like the diehard version of um, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Halloween movie now? No. Uh... Yeah. Is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? Because it's kind of both, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but but man, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could I could do without it. That might be an unpopular Probably opinion. Probably gonna but... get roasted if we if this was on YouTube right now. Well, it is gonna get edited on YouTube. So there, anybody that's listening to it on our channel, um, you know, write in the comments. Uh, you know, hey. Mike is wrong. What are you doing? Hey, you know what? You know, hey, free speech, right? You know, if I don't like it, I don't like it. That's that's the way it goes, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, just not a not a huge fan. My I know my daughter likes it a lot, um, so she likes the ghost dog <laughs> of uh, Jack Skellington. Um, but hi, Mister Priante, you got one more there. Oh, I got I got one more movie, huh? Hmm. Okay. Uh. Well. Are you guys going to yell at me if I pick another one off the list? Or am I, am I going to have to talk to the head honcho here? Well, I, I don't know. Where, where are you going with this? I'm still kind of in the Disney realm. Well, it's it's, it's okay. kind of Disney. It, Disney. It's, okay, so it's it's a Marvel movie. It's not. It's owned by Disney, right? They, they own Marvel, but it's not like Disney Disney. Um, it's called mm. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas Special. Come on. Is this like Star Wars? Star Wars? Didn't Star Wars run a Christmas special that was really awful that nobody wanted anything to yeah, do with? This is, and... uh, this is nowhere near as bad. Um, this is actually a, uh, you know, I mean, if you don't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy, it's basically like almost like this like ragtag time, like group of people um, that are like out there saving like, you know, they're kind of like almost like misfits in a way that are like band together that became kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, but you have to kind of watch fighting, uh, fighting an empire, you know, that, you know, okay. So like the, um, like star Wars, the, just the, the main guy's name is called, do they build a no, Death Star? His name is star Lord. Right. Um, and he's a human, he's a human. He came from earth, but then he like, I guess, Darth Vader, Star Lord. No, no, Star Lord is is actually a good guy. Um, <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Oh, so you could tell I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. So, well, there's there's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, Two, and Three, um, and Christmas Special comes before the last one. And I don't know, it, it's all in the saga of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if you don't get this, it's I totally get it. But it's it's interesting because they had a little Christmas special where like they were back on Earth and like. Um, you know, they were trying to um, because uh, um, Star-Lord um, uh, hit or um, I think his name is Quill, Peter Quill, I think was the, the, the guy's name. Oh, well, he called him a Star-Lord, but um, he has like this old um, the old Walkman, right? He has a Walkman. <laughs> yeah, I remember. That. And um, oh, yeah, I'm sure you remembered, Brad. <laughs> uh, Anybody have a Walkman yet? Brad? I don't have any more, but I used to. No, nah, I don't have one either. Uh, same thing with a VCR. I don't have one of those either. Anymore. Um, But I believe in the movie, uh, the, the, it's not really a movie. It was like a short, like a short special. Um, he, uh, they, they, they want to bring him, um, they basically go to Earth and they, they kidnap Kevin Bacon <laughs> because of, yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because they kidnap him for like a present. Uh, and, and it's funny because when Peter's just like, what did you guys do? You like, he brought him back and the, the, like, I guess they like kind of like mind controlled him. And it's just like, you know, you guys know that, that you just, you just kidnapped the person and they're just like, what are you talking about? This is, this is what you want. And it's like, no, I didn't want this. Cause I think he was like, I wanted to see this guy and 
you know, he's like, uh, they took it too literally. So they went to Earth on their spaceship and he like kind of pretty much kidnapped him. And this is all during Christmas time. So it, that's why it's Christmas related. So well, it's just like Cousin Eddie kidnapping uh, <laughs> yeah, Chevy Chase's boss, boss. Um, on Christmas right. Eve, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a it's a good uh, it's a good Christmas theme kidnapping. I people. mean, you know, it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know where there wasn't any kidnapping in uh, White Christmas or like Peanuts or uh... <laughs> wholesome, wholesome movies. <laughs> good old family wholesome yeah. things. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Quills. It, it's his um, his childhood hero is Kevin Bacon, and you would always talk about it. So. Uh, um, the, the two characters, Mantis and Drax, uh, go to Earth to try to get him, you know, to search for Bacon. Uh, and they pretty much, they, they, they break into his house, they, 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 they take him um, and knock him unconscious, um, and then they bring him back. And he's just like, like, what are you guys doing? He's like, you got to bring him home. Um, and then at the end, you know, he, he then is just like, you know what? He talks to, like, Bacon talks to like uh, Quill, and he's like, "No, oh, this is this is fine." It's just like what, and he's still like loopy because they like mind controlled him and stuff. But it's just like oh, he's like, "No, it's not fine." You're gonna be like, "What? What the hell's going on?" So I don't know. It's a funny. It's a funny little special. <laughs> well, Mike can do one more, then I'll finish up with one because it's not really a Christmas. It's actually uh, going into New Year's. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, I was actually thinking about doing uh, something a, a little more different towards the end, but okay. uh, no, we do no, two... I can still do my, uh, my, my last one after this. <laughs> yeah. Off script again. See, cause uh, I got my own special signed this version. This is of... tearing us apart here. We're just like, on. No, no, it's not going to tear anything. Um, but, uh, I thought it would be good for each of us to say, what is your go-to movie? Like, you're going to watch a Christmas movie tonight. You have any that you want to choose from. I am definitely going to watch this before Christmas. What is your go-to? Let's go. Let's go with, uh, let's go with Brad. What's your go-to man? Uh, I got to say peanuts, uh, Snoopy. And I mean, that's just Ooh. one I remember growing up with. It's just, uh, that is an excellent one. Yeah. I mean the, the music, the Linus and, you know, and then the, Linus on stage, and then the uh, just the, the the music, and they're all dancing. It's just um, you know, what's the one you always hear on the on the holiday stations too? The do 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 do. Yeah, the Linus and Lucy yeah, song. Linus and Lucy. It's actually called Linus yeah, yeah, and Lucy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's that's a great choice. I mean, it's a short one. It's only half hour, but that's yeah. But I mean, I watch it every year for sure. Um, you know, Snoopy's my favorite, obviously. Um, but hey, um. Definitely a good one. Mike, what do you got? You know, I was thinking about it. I know everyone's going to be like, oh, Die Hard is his uh, favorite movie, right? Oh, God. No, it's not. Okay. I said it. I okay. said it. There right, it is. Right. It's not. Okay. Um, it's actually Elf. I love Elf. Elf. Elf is one of the best Christmas movies out there. That's one of my newer favorites, I got to say. I mean, it yeah. came out in like 2002, right? It's, yeah, it's I know. But new. I mean, based on like where I grew up and listen oh, right. yeah, some of the movies I Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, right? Um, no, but Elf is great. I just, I, I think it's Will Ferrell's character that makes the whole thing. He's just so. Of course. He almost he he's an elf. He plays it well. Like, it, what would happen if an elf that was a human yeah. went to the human world? Like, that's just perfect. Whoever thought of that movie, that was just you cannot redo that. I, and I know they want to do like a sequel. You cannot redo that no. movie. You can't take it and like turn it into something else. It's a one in a lifetime thing. No, nah, it's always lousy. The second one usually. Well, usually sequels don't ever do well, especially when right. you're trying There's to. Right, a few yeah. that are okay. But, yeah, typically they end up right. poor. Yeah, but this movie, I mean, there's so many scenes like, man, I mean, when he goes into New York City and he's like, "Oh, Santa," and it's just some guy in like a like a red and like white like 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 pullover hoodie, and and then he goes to like. Um, and he, Santa tells him, like, if you see, uh, if they're talking about peep shows, it's oh, not yeah. so that you could peek at, at Christmas presents, presents like, because yeah. he, he doesn't know all of this. He's just like, he's he like an know. eight-year-old, right? He's, you know, like, he's so, like, mystical, and, and it's just hilarious, and I, I, I love the movie. I like when he eats all the gum from underneath the railing. Oh, my God. Um, it's just like, oh, it's <laughs> candy. 
Uh, and he meets his and he meets his like a his his real father, uh, his biological father, and he's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. who's this nut that just came to my office? Anyway, what's yours, Mike? Mike uh, Mahalik? Yeah, um, Go to you know, movie. it, Brad. I mean, you brought up a very good one with peanuts and, and I steal and, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I that is one that I definitely need to watch um, each year. Um, but you know what? I'm going to have to go with, uh, Christmas vacation. Oh yeah. Um, I love watching Christmas yeah. vacation. I've seen it so many times. I, I think the um, opening song is like, just, it just gets you going. It's like, you love to listen to that, that first opening credit song. It's awesome. You know, and that, and that's one that's, uh, you know, we're just talking about how sequels are usually bad, but you know, that's one where I think the sequel is better. Than the original vacation where they go to Wally World and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, just with a different, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Chris, I like funny movies. You know, Elf is a is a really great one too. You know, for all the you know comedy that goes on in there. But man, I don't know. Maybe I'm just connecting with Chevy Chase in the movie so much, like how he's trying to have a perfect christmas and everything keeps going wrong you know I, I not to say that always happens to me but you know maybe it does um but uh you know i, I just it's just one of my favorites and I, I think cousin eddie is such a great character um with such ridiculous lines in there i just love how like he just decides to like just show up and he has the whole entire trailer and he has to like clear out the trailer because you know they don't <laughs> like there's no like waste facility he just goes right in the crv yeah and 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 it's funny when you mentioned the whole like oh yeah they they kidnap uh, uh uh-huh. kevin bacon and in this movie they, they they kidnap the uh uh the boss and at the, and the end is just like the boss is like oh it's totally fine yeah and no big here deal you go. here's your check <laughs> swat team breaks in the, the house the the month club jelly of the month club the jelly, sorry, the 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 jelly of the month club. That was a gift that keeps on giving all year long. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I remember when 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 Chevy Chase just like breaks down. It's like at the end, and she's like, oh. we're, all, "We're all gonna have a hap hap happiest." Yeah. Christmas yeah. Every, and he's, yeah. He's just like, "Where's the Tylenol?" I mean, I just think it's uh, there's so many little things in there that are that are so great. I mean, even like when he gets the huge tree and then it, he opens it it breaks through the windows and stuff and he says oh there's a little bit of sap and a then full, a lot of sap <laughs> yeah and then the next scene he's laying in bed trying to read a magazine and his his, his fingers keep getting stuck on the on the pages because he still has sap on his hands i mean just little stuff like that i mean it just makes me uh just laugh every time yeah you can sit there and just quote every line in that movie oh man um uh, but yeah that 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 has got to be my go-to my favorite movie um, I, I'm sure, you know, others might have, all, I'm sure they have different opinions. Um, but I mean, man, that's just the one that I have to watch every time. And, you know, even if I catch it in the middle of summer, I'll probably end up watching it just because. Well, they always have Christmas in July. It's always on somewhere. It's like on TNT on the middle of July. You're right. But, and, and I don't know, maybe my, uh, uh opinion has changed since the last time we did this episode. Cause I think we picked our favorite movies then too. Yeah. Yeah um so i'll have to listen and see and if you want to listen to it of course uh hopefully you listen to the first one before you listen to this one but if you haven't go take a look and uh i i go more in depth than why diehards yeah. are will be there yeah. um but uh but we do go into a lot of the uh the more classical uh episodes that we did touch upon here but we go a little more in, in depth yeah. uh in that episode so so go check it out all right i will wrap things up here as uh um you know we, we kind of there were a few other movies out there. It was a Garfield Christmas. I think Mike wanted to talk oh, about too. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, if you're a Garfield fan, right? Yeah. With the back scratcher for yeah. Odie and yeah. stuff like that. Come on. Yeah. There's some other good, good ones stuff. out there. Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, you know, there, but you know, there was one, there was one also that was actually beyond Christmas and Rudolph made an appearance. It was called Rudolph shiny new year. And the basis of this was um, there was this little baby named happy. And it had these big ears. Every time he took his hat off, everyone would laugh at him. I don't know if you guys ever watched it before, but it was another one I remember growing up with. And uh, the theme was there was this big, ugly vulture named Eon. And basically, he's already lived almost an Eon. And if he can capture this little infant baby named Happy, he would never end up turning into ice and disintegrate, which would happen if he 
ends up not finding this baby before January 1st and has it in his possession. So, so Rudolph goes out with Santa Claus actually and protects Happy and makes it to January 1st and this vulture ends up dis, dis, disintegrating and stuff. It's it's a long story, but Are, is this a real movie? It's a real movie. You got to look it up. Rudolph's Shiny New Year. It's all about and there's a whale. There's a whale with a clock on its tail. This and came out in 1976. Is it really that I old? I don't know. It's just, I can't remember how old. You know, but it's like you guys are really, really digging good. the bottom of the 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 heap here, aren't you? No, it's, it's a holiday movie. <laughs> it's 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 not really. Oh, I'm Christmas. looking at images here. Oh, I see Happy. Yeah. yeah, Happy has really big ears. Big ears, and everyone laughs at him. And then Rudolph says, "Don't, don't, don't, don't. It's okay. It's 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 you. That makes you versus just like me with my with my lighted up nose and things like that." Why did you did you mention? I don't know if you mentioned this. Did you mention why Benjamin Franklin is in the movie? Oh my! No, goodness. yeah, he is in the movie. It's it's a bunch of old like it's old timers <laughs> and stuff, and going back to like ancient times. And, yeah. What's uh? What's you know what, Mike? You you just looked it up. What's like the Rotten Tomatoes score on this thing? No. Oh man, G- give me a second. Let me let me see what we because got here. I am sure it is very low. Oh, if you ever see it, watch it. <laughs> Rudolph, shiny new year. Yeah, I. Santa's in it. Rudolph, and then a whole bunch of other. It's the same kind of animation that you would see in like the other Rudolph movies. Yeah. Rudolph's Shiny New Year. I want to see. Uh, yeah, I want to look at Rotten Tomatoes. Here. Oh I mean, it's goodness. an old movie, obviously. It was pretty much a. Uh, I want to say it's a sequel, but I guess it is a sequel technically to Rudolph. Yeah. Right? But you gotta look. You gotta look at Happy. He's a cute little baby with these big, big ears. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a cute little baby with a red nose, right? <laughs> yeah. You know. It, it's the same thing. They just picked the ears well, instead of the nose. Why? Why did they choose like a human baby and not a, a, a another reindeer? Oh, because there, I think there was a snowstorm and they needed Rudolph to get through it, just like the basis of Rudolph the Ru- red uh, red nosed reindeer. We got the Rotten Tomato score. All right, here we go. Uh, the Tomato Meter, uh, which is I guess critics, fifty uh. percent. Um, and the audience score, which usually, if it sometimes critics can be too harsh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, fifty-one percent for audience. So the audience agrees with the critics. Uh, it was Pretty not terrible. a great movie. Nah, um, I mean, the songs apparently quickly became annoying, and the plot was impenetrable. Whatever. <laughs> they ran out of ideas. Someone said, apparently. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like this podcast right now. <laughs> Ooh, burn on yeah you see you see what happens when it goes off the rails this isn't on the approved list you know i had, i know i added it right before we recorded this so yeah see that's i yep. think it's time to end this podcast what do you say yeah it's fine we'll get back to weather with our next podcast yeah let's wrap it up yeah we'll have more weather topics uh and less obscure christmas movies in our next uh podcast coming up in two weeks but thanks everybody for listening hopefully uh you had a nice enjoyable time listening to this and and all of our christmas movie takes and and our controversial takes too um but remember hey a new episode every two weeks and be sure to rate our podcast here at the weather lounge too that always helps out uh and also uh, visit weatherworksinc.com. Uh, that's our parent company, and you'll learn all about what our company does right there. Um, so that's it for this uh, podcast, and have a great holiday season.